said, you're a professional. I'm a wannabe. So yes, you're right. <laughs> Say it louder into the mic, please. I'm a wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That might be the open. I'd like that. that. We've been away for a while, but welcome back to the No Bad Shots podcast. I'm Alyssa Charleston, and this is the Stephen Madison. We are so happy to be back, and that's you, yeah, pointing at yourself. Thank you for that. Um, We have a lot of things to talk about. We're going to be kind of all over the place today just because there is so much going on, and we have a lot to catch up on, but we're going to be talking a little bit about what we've been up to, what we've been watching, and then we're going to talk some soccer, which is unlike us. (laughs) And then um, a little bit of Seahawks, because that's what I've been like absolutely deep in. Um, And then maybe one other thing, potentially conference realignment. I don't know. We'll find out. Conference realignment is interesting because we both went through it the first time. So we'll get into that. But first of all, Stephen, how are you? How's everything going? What's your life like? Uh, it's, it's going good. There's been actually a lot of smoke out here. I don't know if it's been affecting you in mm. Seattle, but I've been checking your air quality. It, yes, it's been. It's not as bad as it was. I think was that last year it got up to like 400 or whatever it was like crazy, but yeah, still 190. It's making those lake days not as fun it's, it makes it tough to you know relax and enjoy enjoy the lake like I want to. But it's been good. It's been really good. How's everything been with you? It's been good. Uh, busy. I'm starting up Seahawks training camp and I've been out there every day. This is the most tan I've ever been because, you know, I'm not putting on SPF, at least on my legs. I am facially, you know, protecting the skin, but um, learning a lot about the Seahawks, studying them like crazy, hosted the little show. So for those who are into the Seahawks that listen to our podcast too, um, I'll try to keep you updated as often as possible because they've got preseason game. I'll be I'm up close and personal. And my biggest t- takeaway is um, Carlos Dunlap is huge. He's so much tall. He's like, he's like six six, way taller than I thought he was for a defensive end. He's kind of like me. It's kind of like you. Uh, okay, he's six seven. He's six. Probably, he's an inch taller. No, I'm six, I'm six seven. I probably weigh more than him, but yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That dude is big. He's big. He's he's uh, big. And then there's Stone Stone Forsyth is like a mammoth on the offensive line, and he might take over for Dwayne Brown. I don't know what's going to happen with that contract. If he does well, Dwayne is in a world of hurt with getting his contract. But anyways, um, talk he's about what he, you've been watching. Hey, he's 285. Sorry, I had to just throw that in there. He's okay. He's got me beat. Okay. Just want people to know right. that I'm not 285. I'm not going to say my weight, but I'm not 285. 278. Okay. So what have you been up to? <laughs> no, what so have you been I've been, um, I've been uh, all over the place, but uh, I just watched – the malice in the palace untold stories which people that are listening it's been a long time what did you what year did you say that was i don't even remember i think it's 2004 was it 2004 2004 so it was when the pacers or the pacers were playing the pistons in in detroit and a fight broke out and it's it was crazy i mean we were little so it was like we saw it and we thought it was crazy and obviously like media at that time was a lot different now because think about yeah. it if it was now there would have been thousands of videos from inside the arena. But back then, it was just ESPN reporting it over and over and over and over and over again. And that's all we were able to see. And it's just an interesting thing. I mean, it started with, I mean, if people don't know what happened, it's basically the Pistons were losing to the Pacers by 15. It was like the first, it was one of the earlier games in the season. It was the first time they went there. 
and a fight broke out literally at the end of the game. Star Ron Artest got into it with Ben Wallace. Person threw a beer on him. All mayhem broke out. People started fighting, and it, it got it got absurd. People threw a beer at Ron Artest, who is now Meta World Peace, who is also psychologically yeah. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> he's he, like he, Dennis Rodman in terms of yeah. He he was saying though, so he was doing therapy. So he went and laid down on the scores table, which no one's ever done in their life, and they're at a different like opposing arena. He was saying he was doing the five second thing where you take five seconds and then you react because he didn't. Ben Wallace came after him and he kind of was just like, all right, like he didn't like reattack him, nothing. So he's like, I laid down, did my five seconds, and then beer hit him in the chest. On the, the scorer's whole, table. He's literally laying on the yeah, scorer's table. Whole place went into mayhem and it was it was just it was crazy to see it again and like see more video. Like they it's all VHS, so it's still a little grainy, but it was absurd. Like people like the when they were yeah, when they're walking out was insane. People just dumping drinks. And like popcorn, like just straight on their heads, right as they're walking through the tunnel, like a shower as they're being ejected. Well, you made a great point, though. Like it, it, it was reported on so much differently because there were so few people with access to a camera, and it would be so different now with everybody on social media and guaranteed with all these players having Twitter, there'd be different sides of the story, like what was said, what wasn't said. And I, th- it was the first major fan, like spectators getting involved. A dude was on the court and you said they interviewed him. Like, so how highly would you recommend people watching this, listening to oh. this would watch, should watch? It w- yes, definitely. You should definitely watch it. Cause they had, they had all the star players. They had Ben Wallace in it. They had Reggie Miller. They had Jermaine O'Neal. They had Steven Jackson. They had the guy that got punched in the face. They had the guy that threw the beer. They had, they had it all. And it was crazy how the news narrative was like being spun on these guys for being like thugs and Mm. being when there was a lot of like a lot of people were to blame. It wasn't just one specific person like this. There was a whole thing of events that happened. And it was like bad. It was bad because it ended up going to I didn't even realize this, but like Jermaine and they all went to a federal judge. And the federal judge, like Jermaine fought it. Steven Jackson and Ron Artest like didn't really fight it. So their all their stuff was upheld or like they had to do, yeah, do their suspensions. Jermaine O'Neill, the, the federal judge said with all the video clips, he was in the right for like punching people and self-defending themselves. And he he got wow. all his games back. So, so he didn't have to sit out for 25 games. That's what I have written down is what he got. Yeah. So, for. and it's crazy because you see the federal judge do that. And then they have like all these interviews with Stern basically saying it's one versus zero because like, they were asking like, so did the committee, was it an unanimous vote? And he's like, yeah, one to zero. It was just him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there was a lot of weird things with it. It was like, they're trying to set a president precedent of what was supposed to become. Like, we don't want this ever to happen again, but I don't know. It was a little aggressive and the media, like, they spun it weird too. Like in the, I was talking to Alyssa about earlier. I'm reading a book called talking to goats and Jim Gray talks about how everybody was reporting about it one way the, the day after it. And then the NBA came to them and pressured them not to report that way and to spin the narrative completely different. And that's the other thing. When you have control of all the videos, you can do that. Nowadays, you're, you know how many videos we see? We, you would know who the person was that threw the beer right away. You would know where fans were like, what was going on? Like, just such a different time and it's crazy where we live in nowadays so true and really quickly you also mentioned how much it impacted the career of reggie miller because they were so good the year before 
And then you have Ron Artest suspended 86 games that season, the season where they were supposed to compete, potentially make it to the finals. He's out 86 games. Steven Jackson suspended for 30. So Reggie Miller could have gotten that yeah. ring potentially. Well, um, it, it's funny because they the year before they lost to Detroit in the finals or the right. Eastern Conference finals. And it came down to game six where Ron Artest got a flagrant foul with two minutes left and they're tied. That was a year before. Yeah, Rip Hamilton gave him like kind of like a nut shot, and Ron Artest just did one of these. Like Rip Hamilton went to back him down, and Ron Artest gave him like kind of one of these, just kind of high in the like back of the head. Yeah, not like not like really bad. Like if you rewatch it, it's not like I was kind of like, oh, that's whatever. But it was just like this, and Rip sold it, and like it's like two minutes left. That blew the game. Young Rick Carlisle, who's actually back there now, coaching there, which is funny because they show a really young Rick Carlisle like interviewed after the game. He's pissed like that. Like, well, what do you think of Ron Artest? And you're like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, wow. go watch it. It's good go stuff. It. Good stuff. Okay. So my recommendation lately is Ted Lasso. I was re- highly recommended to me by like five different people. Obviously, I covered the Sounders pretty heavily, which before this year, I hadn't followed insanely closely. I know that they're super successful ever since they were created. The Sounders are unreal in terms of they've always made the playoffs since they became a franchise yeah. in 2011. It's crazy. So Ted Lasso, you, what's, when I told you I was, I've been watching Ted Lasso, what was your reaction? I thought it was like some Texas Midwestern <laughs> boy named Ted Lasso <laughs> living on a farm. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. What the heck? What? Okay. So. Go ahead. What is it on? Like, what is this? It's a woman who takes over a soccer club in the Premier League in England. It's a made-up soccer team. Her and her husband get divorced. It's his most prized possession. So she takes over because that's what... Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Sounds like like tough situations in divorce. She wants to tank it. And so she hires a certain coach and I'm not going to spoil too much, but the coach ends up being best human first team, all American in terms of like morals and amazing human. And it's hilarious. It's Jason Sudeikis and he's so good. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. He's unbelievable. I did not think I was going to get as into it as I did. And like most of the jokes land for me, some of them are a little too corny, but oh my gosh, it's funny. It'll make you laugh. It It made me cry by myself here in my apartment. Uh, it's, it's really good. So I highly recommend that's funny because he did. I remember seeing he used to do those videos like with Tottenham. Did you ever see those videos Mm-mm. where he acted like the coach of like a Premier League team? With so the hot Yeah, Tottenham. Is that wait? Is yeah. this, is this, is this all the same thing? No. No. Yeah. So he there was like YouTube videos like where he went and did like a play head coach for the Tottenham. Oh my gosh! How how must- new is this show? Is this show pretty new then? Yeah, like within the last year oh, okay so yeah these are like this is like five six seven years ago so that's funny so that those videos were like pretty hot like they caught a lot of views and were big so i wonder if that just kind of spun out of control and they're like okay let's just make him a coach on the show oh my gosh now i'm gonna totally look that up. i guarantee you that has to be where it's from because he's like a football coach in america and they bring him over and he's like he's never coached soccer that's why she wants yeah to yeah yeah that's tank. like the same that's like the same thing that happens in those videos that's crazy maybe it's all tied together somehow i don't know but I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go like a different way. That she was gonna like get with him, and then then they were gonna just tear down the team, and she was gonna marry the coach of the team and get back at her husband. That would have been. Well, geez, better. I don't know if that's gonna happen yet. That could still happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. What is it? One season in? Is it one season <laughs> yeah. in? No, I think it's two. But what is yeah. it on? It's on Apple TV. 
Ooh, so highly right. recommend. You're ritzy. That's you're you're ritzy in the Seattle area. I'm paying for like a week. And try- <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna cancel this subscription too. So right. before I get speaking, <laughs> speaking of divorces, that actually I just saw an article today that uh, Bill Gates had to send uh, Melinda two more billion dollars in stock options today. So, oh my gosh, I forgot that they were getting divorced. That's just heartbreaking. That's wild though. She's. Bezos, Bezos. Well, did you see that Bezos' wife and her just donated forty million to the women's suffrage, or I think it was women's suffrage thing. Love that. Doesn't surprise me at all. They're both. I mean, no matter what, you hate to see them split up, but they're both very, very giving humans. I mean, yeah, she got forty billion, and Melinda's going to get like the same. So imagine. Okay, let's transition to. Sorry, sorry, get sidetracked. Messi, Lionel Messi. Yeah, weird. That never happens. You never get sidetracked. You're always super focused. Yeah. Um, soccer, Lionel Messi not staying with Barcelona. We don't. We won't talk about this super long because we have a basketball audience. And but it is interesting because there's. It's really the first big three, I think, in soccer. Uh, no, 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 no. Because Barcelona had Suarez, Neymar, and they were stacked. They're really good and like. Real Madrid had like Gareth Bale, Cristiano Ronaldo, and some other guys, but but is that three? Yeah, they they had three. I mean, like soccer, like soccer is like baseball, where it's there's no cap, the money's endless, so you're gonna have like good players. You're gonna have like the Yankees. Just depends on how they work, and just like baseball, soccer teams just blame the managers and fire them whenever anything <laughs> goes wrong. Anyways, which I mean, it's crazy, but. Yeah. Now we have two of the biggest, the best soccer players of all time have left Spain now officially. Cristiano Ronaldo's in Italy already at Juventus, and now Messi after 21 years, which is absolutely absurd. 21 years, he's going to somewhere else, and it's Paris, and he's going for three years and 41 million dollars a year. Third year's an option. I mean, they take it so serious over there. Being in Europe, you've been in Europe. Like soccer is insane. They like I was seeing tweets today people tracking his flights every like moment like snapshotting it like he's almost to paris they're gonna announce him at the eiffel tower like it's absurd it's absurd that's insane they love their soccer it is number one it is it rains over everything but imagine playing at idaho for 21 years and just being that committed to being a vandal that'd be, that'd be <laughs> sick <laughs> big time violation but and probably some plastic surgeries to make it seem like you're not um uh, i've been using my anti-aging <laughs> but it is crazy because he's joining one of the budding soup. I mean, not budding superstars. He is a superstar. Killian Mbappe, Neymar, yeah, and Messi all on one team on PSG Paris Saint Germain. So See, now they shouldn't lose. But if they lose, then they can just fire their manager and say it was his fault. So they'll be good. Yeah. They'll be straight. There you but go. It, it's pretty. It's pretty wild though. Think about that. They're like doing all the, like stuff at the Eiffel Tower. Like, mm-hmm. we, in our sports, like we don't do that. LeBron and them went to South Beach and they did a stupid tour and said, not one, not two, not three. Like they put on their own concert. Like what? We we just, we don't do things like that. I don't know why. I guess soccer is just such a like long heritage of sport in those countries. It's like different. I don't know. It's weird. It gives fans something to get, get to and be present for and get excited about. I mean, you do have some announcements like that. I mean, the LeBron D Wade and, Chris Bosch thing is like the most memorable thing here. But I mean, the Kraken expansion draft was a big play. It was a big, 
Oh you know, fan event. Gary Stop Payton. Stop trying to throw in the seat. They put up Sean Kemp up there who's been eating at Dunkin' Donuts for the last <laughs> 10 years. And, and they got Gary Payton. They put Sean Kemp in a, a medium and threw him up there it's and small. said, go, go, go crack it. And you're trying to tell me that's similar to the Eiffel Tower having <laughs> announcing Messi? Come on. They didn't, even, right. they didn't even do that with LeBron. They, it's just different. I it was a stretch. I think it's just because we live like, like in America, just in a different social media world. I feel like I feel like we're just so like, we're on to the next thing instantly. I don't know. We don't cherish. Yeah, but- we don't cherish things anymore. Like player movements like this nowadays. There's no like. Tom Brady was That's pretty true. big. Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers is probably pretty big. They probably did some crazy stuff there. Yeah, but, yeah, we just don't know about. But it wasn't like worldwide. You're right. No, I, worldwide I would just is. assume. I would just assume America would just go over the top overly you know too much compared to europe but you're right when it's soccer when it's football talking like european football um they go over the top so all right crack and draft was a stretch that was a stretch wait hold on though david beckham did come to la when that was pretty big true like they made a big deal about him going to la galaxy and playing like it's just weird just the i guess it's just like the world being so involved with it because they're the most famous players in the world if you go to any yeah. if you go to any like, like i'll just click on so like i'll see a picture of like a soccer player tagged in it, i'll click on it they always have millions of followers that's not like our athletes here you no, click on like true. you know what i mean you click on just a normal average football player or whatever nba bench player it's like a couple hundred thousand followers it's not like 10 million like it's just a whole different right. scale it's, of, definitely, it's definitely a worldwide fame yeah compared to like we definitely have our own bubble with our sports here in america um I think that's enough talking soccer. Yeah, about. get soccer out of here. Get some, I mean, I played in like third grade, but that yeah. Was and I'm, wait, that's the only year I played too, and I'm really impressed with your knowledge. Like you, you know your stuff. I mean, I scored six goals a game, but that was just that's oh, was. oh, just details. Details. There's <laughs> you, uh, you wanted to know my details. I scored six, assisted on three. It was nine to one per game. Are oh, you talking <laughs> one? Game. No, I was okay. I was one of those kids that Make could it take. Kid, I couldn't take people not taking it serious. So I was just always like kind of anal as like a young kid playing sports. So I just had to win at all costs. Okay. So you're like cutthroat, like yeah. yell at kids. I'll take the ball and yeah, like pass, move. I'll, I'll take it and score it. I'll dance around the goalie. Type thing. <laughs> I love that. All right. Kept That's it short. Next, <laughs> move on. <laughs> that was great. Steven averaged six goals a game in his third year. <laughs> third year. Grade three. Grade three career. Um, Real quick, conference alignment, realignment, it's changing. Texas, Oklahoma started another wave. They're leaving the Big 12. The Big 12 is mad at ESPN because ESPN is apparently coercing it or talking about it or creating more thunder because they own SEC Network and you know having the big names of Texas and Oklahoma make, might make them more money. That's a standing lawsuit. That's probably going to happen. Um, and then eight teams left in the Big 12 because the Big 12 – has 10 teams, which makes no sense, but the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are now talking about potentially merging, super early talks. But this reminds me of when Steven, you and I were getting recruited, like seeing the changes of conferences, the WAC was changing. There were teams joining the Pac-12 from the Mountain West. Like we saw um, Utah and Colorado leave the Mountain West to join the Pac-12 and then that stole teams from the WAC and then the WAC changed big time. So it it was weird, but what do you make of all this? Yeah, like back then, 
it was more those middle tier teams were making moves, middle grade. But now it's like coming to life about these super conferences. Mm-hmm. It's been talked about for whatever, a while now. But now it's actually like happening, like the money, the NIL stuff, like this is all making this like explode forward. And it's looking like it's going to happen because everybody's was realigning back then because they're better at football. They're going to move to this conference and just building these better football packs, like making the Mountain West better, taking all the whack teams and moving them to the Mountain West. And now it's like it's all going to be about money. I mean, even bigger because they're trying to profit off this. Obviously, we've seen the Pac-12's issues in the last couple of years with money and being able to do anything right. And Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC is just going to make that a super conference, and it's just going to create more and more super conferences, and we're just going to have literally a mini NFL. So that's basically what it's going to be. Yeah, that's honestly a great summation. Everyone's thinking it's going to become five power conferences. That's it. And a lot of people think that football programs are going to dissociate disassociate with the NCAA, not even be a part of the NCAA, because the NCAA doesn't actually make much money off of college football. College football makes a lot of money on their own. They, the NCAA oh, makes so, almost no money on college football. It's almost so all the NCAA, NCAA men's basketball tournament. tournament. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the whole tournament. That's all it is. Yeah, because with the CFP, the NCAA hardly profits. So honestly, there's a lot of people talking. I talked to Gonzaga athletic director, Mike Roth. I know I brought him up a few times, but he said that he really thinks footballs football teams will disassociate with the NCAA and kind of run their own operations, still be with their school. So like, the Cougs are still with the Washington State. The Huskies are still with the University of Washington, obviously, but they're making money outside of NCAA. So that's something that's very possible and real. And there's so much to digest change-wise. It's overwhelming. So yeah. much is going to change. What? So then there's no regulations on what you have to do for school then, right? You're not wrong. I, mean, I, I don't know. That's a good point because it literally would be a mini NFL at that point. Well, yeah, because NCA can't put regulations on what classes, whatever, all that. It'll How many credits? Yeah, what credits? What credits are they <laughs> taking? <laughs> no, but but seriously though, that's it's going to be interesting because what happens to the age limit for the draft? Are they try to like if that all changes, then you're you're talking like they be juniors or whatever age it is, or it's weird. I don't know. It's like, does the NFL start to creep into that and? They try to merge that with them and make it like a literally a mini NFL, like associated. Yeah, like a developmental league. Yeah, and able to pay them like, yeah, pay them 100K or whatever. They can make little contracts for these kids coming out of high school. And then like high school turns into college and you have all these regulations. And then like it's just going to continually move down and down and down with money and all that. It's like. And I think it's like it is overwhelming to think about but it would be a really slow process it's not going to happen super fast even with the um, texas and oklahoma leaving the sec or leaving the big 12 probably won't happen until like they're saying 2025 i bet you it happens like 24 um because how awkward is that it's like staying with someone who wants to break up with you and you're just you have to pound out like that's a bad adjective. <laughs> <laughs> you have to handle it for like two more years and just be part of it. You know, yeah, like that's not that's miserable. There's situations like that though. You got kids, and you you know you got two more years of high school, and then you know it. There it goes. That's true. It's it's <laughs> not <laughs> ideal for anyone. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not healthy. Not healthy. But yeah. I'm interested to see what what happens because it is truly all about money. And like you have to think some of these schools, like Idaho 
what will happen with them conference-wise? Where, where will they join if the Big Sky stays together? Um, D1AA might be in a good position at this point rather than being at a in a yeah. smaller, you know, D1 conference. Yeah, well, but why would Idaho change? Like, what would, what would make you think that there would be a change in the Idaho's? Well, if you have super conferences joining together, what happens to the rest of the mid-major conferences? What happens to... Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, like... What like, happens with the, yeah, the mid-majors and... Sunbelt and, yeah. you know, the whack for football, the... I'm trying to think of the smaller conferences and they're all escaping my brain, but yeah. you know, so I, I'm just curious what would happen with those schools, but FBS would change. Maybe FCS stays similar to what it is. Yeah, for sure. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens with those mid majors. Cause you're right. It's just going to be five conferences and then what's going to happen with kids too, with money. I don't, it's just all going to get weird. That's going to be so interesting. I know some of the mid-major schools I was watching. I was listening to reading, <laughs> not watching or listening. Good Lord. Audiobook? What are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> I was reading an article about how the impact of NIL, what it what it's looked like after about a month. And um, the numbers, like outside of football, football players are making the most money. Yeah. But there are not many, like in terms of total athletes, um, making a ton of money and like a bunch of deals we thought you know you and i i think we're pretty reasonable with what we thought would happen like we not everybody's going to go out and sign deals all over the place but um because it has to be worth it for the company to reach yeah. out to some college player and is it that their demographic so I, the numbers were not staggering in terms of you had your big big deals your Derek kings from miami and then you had your cavender twins deals but nothing yeah, just- super crazy major it's just like it's just like what it was before. The people getting paid under the table were the football players <laughs> and the star basketball players. They weren't paying the swimmers. The only the yeah, only thing that the only there. thing that, that helps those people though is if they do have a large following on social media. So you have you know you have people that are like swimmers or you know whatever other sports or tennis players that do have have built a big following and they can profit off that, which is which helps. Yeah, because I, I mean, think. Who's going, to, who's going to those games? I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that would be a game changer is like if you and I were still in these, if we, you and I were back in a time machine and we got to profit off this stuff, basketball camps, you know, like naming yeah. basketball camp after you, like that kind of thing. I mean, you you could probably get a deal with like a beard company or something. Yeah. Manscaped. JP. They used to sponsor us, but not anymore. Yeah, not in college. Clarifying, not in college, but no, not in college. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like basketball camps would be super simple, and you can make it. Yeah. Like you could do like going home for the summer. Those times you go home, you run two, three week camps in the summer twice. You're gonna make a decent amount of money, more a lot more than what we had back then. Yeah, <laughs> tell you yeah. that. And you're allowed to, so yeah. there's just less scare. Let's um, uh, finish it. Let's finish it up with the Seahawks, though. Ta- tell me about the Seahawks. What's going on with my Seahawks? They're my favorite team. I grew up loving them. Shout out Ricky Waters, Cortez Kennedy, Sam Adams. Those are my guys. Wait, Sam Adams is your guy? Sam Adams? Yeah, I know lineman. him. For the defense lineman. Yeah. yeah wow, you Cor- really know him well. No, no. Cortez Cortez Kennedy was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I just I had that jersey and I loved him when I was little, but. I used to love those guys. Joey Galloway. I used to go to all those yes. games in the kingdom. Missed that place. But uh, what's going on with them, though? And shout out to Steve Hutchinson. Just became a Hall of Famer. Oh, did he? 
Good. Was, was he with this one? That. With the oh, really league? big fan over here. I'm kidding. He left. He left. <laughs> Ooh, he got well, you. Yeah, that was, he didn't sign. That was a bad, bad move by the Seahawks. But yeah, yeah. he obviously wasn't the headliner. Peyton Manning was. But um, um, yeah, I think in terms of improvement from last year, I think the defense is going to be a lot better. The defense was setting records in a bad way in that first half. And they were going up against top offenses. And a lot of people think like, wow, they really turned it around the second half. Well, they were going against some pretty bad quarterbacks and bad offenses in general. So I think corner is going to be a big question mark. You lose Shaquille Griffin and Quentin Dunbar, who was inconsistent, but you had so many guys that were out for injury um, in the secondary. And I talked to Quandre Diggs and he was like, that was a big reason why I was playing with new dudes around me every single week. Like there were new guys and we had no time to gel plus coronavirus. You don't have the regular, you know, time to gel in training camp um, and meetings. And like, they didn't get to yeah. see each other in person nearly as much as they would have. So um, secondary we were, Jamal Adams still holding out and he's only in his second year as a Seahawk. That's totally something to worry about because he's only in his second year and he just got to develop the chemistry with the guys. Has anybody field. talked to him? Has anybody been able to get a whole, like talk to him media wise? No. I tried calling him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> I know for real. No one's like. There's been no like nothing from him. No, he doesn't talk to anybody. He's he's out there. Oh, he's out there. He's out there. Oh yeah, he's out there, and he's. I mean, because this year you get fined, and teams can't waive the fine if you miss camp, as they could last year. So teams had the right to Wait, waive the fine if they weren't at camp, but you have to be it. at. That's the NFL rule. It's changed this year, so normally oh, you get fined. Okay, so that's like what what's happening with Deshaun Watson, how he's at Texans camp, but they said he's not going to travel to the Packers game. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure there are a few other reasons, like twenty or thirty other reasons why Deshaun yeah. won't be traveling. Yeah, no, no. But I'm just I, I saw that and I was like, what the heck? Why is he even there? But um, yeah, yeah, I know. So that's part that part's weird. Is all um, a good teammate? Like, is he like yeah. doing everything that you should be doing out there? and that's something that like fans don't really get to see unless you're there he's totally engaged he's out there he's talking to all of his teammates and he's you know dancing around he's loud he's participating and i get it you don't want to get injured in training camp while you're waiting for another contract i mean he's going into the final year of his rookie contract obviously from the jets but they want to keep him it's just taking a long time and that has never worked out in the past with Seahawks. We even with Cam Chancellor didn't work out with Earl Thomas to hold out. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but yeah. um, pass rush looks scary. Talk um, to, to Benson. I haven't, he won't even make eye contact with me. A former Idaho football oh, guy. Benson. Come on, Benson. So nice. he's, he's trying to stay focused. I'm like, hi Benson. How's it going? No. Have you, have you tried to him down? No, I could, I could just do like a one-on-one interview with him and be like, so how much do you miss Moscow? <laughs> <laughs> Is there fans up there? Or no. Is there fans up there? There are. Yep. Oh, there there are fans. So there weren't last year, and that's been a big thing, too. They've actually gotten to see people. The defensive line, like Benson is part of a competitive pass rush defensive line. It's going to be interesting. I hope I hope because they were terrible last year and they've got a, a bunch of pieces. Alden Smith, I will say, the guy that oh, has yeah. been in a ton yeah, yeah. of trouble. He's had a lot of problems with alcohol, and right now he's facing second, yeah, second degree battery charges. But Mm -hmm. from what I've heard, um, I know a lot of people have like a bad opinion on him. Like, why is he even here? But he did speak to the media. He can't speak about his case or anything, but he is a really good 
dude, like in terms yeah. of what he yeah. says and what he he's needed help. He's so super honest about needing help with his sobriety. So I think the more support people can get like, like in his position, he shouldn't be, you know, just let go and let completely forgiven for everything. Obviously you've got to face your consequences, but from what I've heard, the, the battery charges he's facing are not against, you know, another female. It's, um, it's yeah. an interesting situation. So I would withhold judgment on that, on Alden Smith. He needs a lot of help. He needs a lot of support, but he is a monster. He turned one of those sleds. Like I was talking to Dave Wyman, former Seahawks linebacker. He turned a sled upside down, oh like goodness. a, not a one man, but it was like something he's like, I've never seen that done before. Alden Smith did that. So people don't know who Alden Smith is. He was, I mean, his, the story of him coming back is actually insane. Going yeah. from the 49ers when they had literally the best defense in the NFL, when we used to play against them in all those the championship games all the time, to not playing for like, was it four years or something? Three. Three, three, three years yeah. and going to the Cowboys and like having yeah. a good year last year for them. And now mm-hmm. like on the Seahawks is still useful. Like it, for a football player to do that, sit that long, it's, it's insane. That guy, he has a lot of courage for sure. I saw yeah. that interview. I, mean, I don't know if you posted it or something, but I saw that specific some, interview when he was talking yeah. about it, how he couldn't talk about it, but was talking about yeah. the situation. Yeah, that's the one. And I like, again, you still need to face consequences for what you choose to do. He's made yeah. some terrible decisions in life, terrible and hurt people. Um, and, you know, has struggled with, has had struggles with alcohol for sure. So he's getting it together. Um, hopefully he can find a place in the Seahawks. The Seahawks and Pete Carroll are known for helping guys get out of bad situations and hopefully turn his life around. But this guy was drafted in 2011, Stephen. It's crazy. 2011. It's he had crazy. 19 and a half sacks in 2012. Yeah. So He's that's going to be a really interesting story to watch. Anything else you want to know about before we shut this thing? Last yeah. thing. So do you get to talk with Pete? Uh, not like one-on-one, but podium. Yeah, I've asked him a few questions. How was that? What type of questions Great. do you ask? Do you have to just come up with the questions on the spot or do you have those already read? No, you come up with them on the spot because sometimes we don't even find out who we're uh, interviewing. Uh, so you, do, uh, you ever, do you ever get stuck? You're just like, uh, Pete, uh, uh, how many packs of bubble dickly chew are you using today? <laughs> so I that the the post training camp grind is well, is kind of wild with what we do with Q13 because I have to be live in the four and the five. And so I have to choose what sound bite I want to use from the podium, have somebody cut it. And then I talk about VO and then I'm like live in shows. And then we're in like another Seahawks central live show. So trying to think of the good questions to ask, what's the most important thing in camp, like watching, you know, it's like watching a basketball practice, but a football practice and noticing what happens, who's getting beat, you know, who's getting, who's having a really good day on offense, who's getting, you know, throttled on the O-line or yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. But, and you don't want to get too specific, but Pete's super nice. He's, he talks in better than anyone I know. He talks about, you ask him one question, and Russell Wilson does it too. You ask him one thing, and he talks about the entire roster. <laughs> like, this yeah. is what Gerald Everett's going to do for us. And then he goes to the wider receiver. It's just. Go, yeah. go Hawks, like Russell says after every freaking. <laughs> yeah. So fake. Go Hawks. <laughs> well, that's all I need to know about my Seahawks. They're amazing. I, it's going to be a tough, it's a tough conference. It's going to be a tough, uh, they're, they're going to have a tough, tough schedule and a, a lot of good teams. The NFL this year is really up in the air, and I love it because it makes it more interesting because it's not like someone that's just a set dominant favorite. I mean, obviously the Buccaneers are going to be stacked again, but Tom's old. Tom's old, but it doesn't matter. Dude, can st- did you see the video of him hitting the uh, – That was fake. What's that? 
No, not you think it was edited? Wait, can you explain um, what is the name? You're in, um, you're in media. You literally couldn't tell that, that was coming. Yeah, I watched it over and over again. There was no cuts. Oh, it was a boomerang. It's just going back and forth. And you, -uh. you know, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go check this thing out. <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know. That little throwing machine, I can't I don't know the name throwing of it, machine. but yeah. Where you hit it right in the middle three times in a row. Yeah, it's right so fake. It's fake. It's fake. All right. Well, we can end on that with Alyssa getting tricked once again. Uh, it's been going on for years now. Oh, come on. I'm joking. I'm joking. Just like the time I uh, bubble wrapped your car. That was. Uh, and you filled it with boxes, cardboard boxes, too. Saran wrapped. Oh, man. Saran wrapped that thing. We post noted your car back. Oh. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot of them. Just put it. I just. Took it to the wash and left a bunch of post-it notes in the ground. In the oh, ground. you will. No, no, I didn't. I took them off single-handedly and was like, oh, oh, Alyssa. We'll have to t take people through these pranks maybe later, a later date. But we prank each other and messed up with each other's cars quite yes, often after much. practices. It was All right. Fun. Okay. Well, live from War Memorial. <laughs> Hold on. I still what think the Seahawks will have a, a winning record this year. Well, I mean, To, to encapsulate that. I'm just putting that out there. Well, as they not, do. Yeah, that's not crazy. I don't think that's crazy to say. They're good again. Yeah. They have they have like the third best quarterback probably right now. Yeah, but I was just negative about the defense for a while, so I just want to say yeah, yeah. Offense. The offense should be fun with Shane Waldron. So I think they will do well. Seventeen games, not sixteen this year. Go ahead, go ahead and close this thing out. <laughs> no, no, that 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 is a good point though. I mean, they got an extra game. I, th I think they'll definitely be over five hundred for sure, and I think that. I think Russ is going to get back on track how he started last year, where he's like MVP candidate. Yeah, they've never been worse than nine and seven with Russell Wilson at quarterback. That's pretty crazy. That's nuts. That is nuts. But let's end this one up. It was good talking to you as always. Always. And always. And this is live from War Memorial Gym. We have Alyssa Charleston and Stephen Madison. Woo! You hear the crowd? It's crazy in here. Oh my it's crazy God. in here. Quiet down. We're yes, quiet. quiet. Hang my hang my jersey in the rafters. <laughs> wow, that was specific. <laughs> uh, Italisus, sorry. 33-34. Get him out of there. No one can wear him ever again. Check.